All right. Hello, everyone. This is Blake here for Grace Baptist Chapel. I'm with Pastor Ryan Davidson. This is our journey through the confession. We are a Reformed Baptist church holding to the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. Today, we are once again in the first chapter of our confession of the Holy Scriptures. So, Pastor Ryan, anything more you want to highlight about this particular chapter? Sure. That's a great question, brother. You know, our church is about to start chapter two. And before we leave chapter one, I think there's a couple of things that we could mention. Um, Paragraph five of chapter one speaks to the reason why we would believe the scriptures. And it kind of notes that there may be reasons um, that we seek to believe the scripture. Phrases like, we may be induced by the testimony of the church of God, or uh, the heavenly nature of the material of Scripture. You just We recognize the beauty of it in some way. But ultimately, the reason that we believe the Scriptures is because they are the Word of God and because, as the Confession says, there is an inward work of the Holy Spirit bearing witness by and with the Word in our hearts. And so, you know, it, it, it may sound strange, but the reason that we believe that the Scriptures are the Word of God is because God has spoken them and given them to us. And there may be secondary reasons why we believe them to be true, but the authority of Scripture rests upon Scripture being the very Word of God. You know, one or two other things I think are important to highlight. Um, paragraph 7 is, is very helpful. Because what it essentially argues or makes clear is that not every single part of Scripture is equally clear. You know, we can think about some books of the Bible that might seem um, uh, difficult for us to uh, understand more than others. And when I say not equally clear, it's, it's not necessarily that they're not equally clear. It's just that there are some things that are more easy for us at a variety of levels to, to understand, but that paragraph makes known what I think is true, um, that what is absolutely crystal clear in Scripture um, is the message of salvation. Uh, that is not something that is uh, difficult to, to understand uh, as we read the pages of Scripture. And so, the clarity of Scripture sometimes may be a question that people have, and paragraph 7 is just trying to put forward the idea that the, the call of Christ and the gospel is crystal clear in the pages of Scripture, even though some other things in Scripture may be more difficult to understand. Um, uh, paragraph 9 is helpful, and this is what you mentioned, brother, and that is the word hermeneutics. Now, that word doesn't appear there, but the word hermeneutics means the art or science of interpretation. How are we to interpret Scripture? This this chapter talks about what Scripture is and why it's important. How are we to interpret it? And paragraph 9 of chapter 1 reminds us that the rule of interpreting Scripture is the Scripture. And therefore, when there is a question about one particular part of Scripture, we must search it out through the other parts. Scripture is a united whole, and we don't take individual parts of Scripture, pull them out of context, and say, hmm, I wonder what this means, but rather, we're to search out the Scriptures and understand what the Scriptures as a united whole speak to. And so there are a whole host of examples where we could say, if something's difficult or challenging in one place to understand— in the scriptures, we should look in other places. If a doctrine is 
to be found in Scripture, we'll see it in a variety of places. And so paragraph 9 is helpful to us because it talks about the fact that Scripture interprets Scripture um, and helps to define scriptural interpretation. And then paragraph 10 just reminds us that the final seat of authority in religious and theological matters is the Word of God. In fact, it is the final authority for all that it speaks to. And so there may be councils, there may be creeds, there may be tradition, uh, and these things can be valuable, but the ultimate and final uh, seat of authority in these matters is the scriptures. Now, before we go, many people have heard the phrase sola scriptura, scripture alone. And we have to be careful that even though paragraph 10 reminds us that the scripture is the final authority, what this is not saying is it is not saying that me by myself in my prayer closet with my Bible, will always arrive at a better conclusion than the tradition of the church. And that's crucial. Sola Scriptura is not uh, Scripture without anything else. It's Scripture as it is rightly understood in the, the uh, history of the church um, and how the Word of God has been used uh, by His voice uh, through uh, men of God throughout the ages. And so we have to be careful that we don't just open our Bibles and think, I, by myself, I'm going to fully be able to understand the Scripture. No, Scripture alone is the final authority, but we have to make sure that when we're reading the Scripture, we're not standing alone with some obscure interpretation. So any other thoughts, brother? I couldn't have said it better myself, brother. Um, Good stuff. All right, hope this is of service to everyone at the church. And Lord willing, we'll be in chapter 2 next week.